The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're tuned in to Heat Check with Trista Crick. On this episode of the Heat Check, the Josh Primo saga in San Antonio gets, gets a little more meaty. And I am now, this episode, turning into Private Dick Crick to get to the bottom of it. The Timberwolves have a huge problem. And finally, people are starting to realize it. And now there is more developing situations on the Kyrie anti-Semitism situation. That is a sentence I never thought I would say until this week. Plus some news from around the league and a very short interview with Travis Thomas, our guy who is now at Nesson, about the potential Ime Udoka hire in Brooklyn? Yeah, so much poppin', Nick. Drop that fucking beat. So today, it comes out. I got people in my inbox, hey, Tristan, you see this, you see that, ESPN story, this, that, 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 that. Why do they think I want, why do they think I want these un, <laughs> unsolicited links? What? Don't we, don't we know I have to, they have to ask for my consent to send me things about, even just the news about a dick pic I want to consent to. So we got a little more details on the Josh Primo cacophony. Get it? Cacophony. I have to say, there's been so much synonyms searching today. Anyway, it's something. It is something. If you haven't heard this news, I don't even know how to talk about it, but it's pretty much the biggest news in the NBA right now, so you know I'm going to try. Here are the facts. So as you know, Josh Primo, uh, we talked about this on the last pod, has been released from the San Antonio Spurs for potentially... Uh, allegedly exposing himself to who? Now we know who. Here are the facts. Dr. Hillary Cawthon was the Spurs sports psychologist, right? She was treating Josh Primo in a medical capacity in December 2021 when she alleged that he exposed himself, according to her lawsuit. She reported it to the Spurs management in January 2022. Now, listen. 
I'm not a calendar expert. And we don't know the exact timing of the situation or the incident. The therapy session could have occurred on December 30th. She could have reported it to the Spurs January 2nd. So it could be a few days between December and January. But I don't know if that's what the statement really implies, right? Anyway, that according to Dr. Cawthon, here's where it gets interesting. Primo exposed himself to her during therapy sessions no less than nine times over the following months. Can we just say that one more time just to get it together and to get it straight? She's alleging that Primo exposed himself to her during therapy sessions no less than nine times. Not ten. Not just a clean number. No less than nine. So she has documented nine and there may be more. During a period of months. Pause. There's a lot. There's a lot there, isn't there? There's a lot. First of all, let me just unequivocally make this known because I'm making light of this, so I want it to be known. As a female on the internet that lives my life on the internet, make, gets paid from stuff on the internet, I am 100% opposed to unexpected, unprovoked dick in any capacity. In any capacity, photos, in real life, IRL, you know, IRL dick, photo dick, all of it. If I didn't ask for said, in, yeah, it, even if we're being intimate, if I, maybe I don't want to see it tonight, you know? Like, so pretty much all women have to deal with this. And to that end, I will say that is bad. It's really bad. There's a reason why it's jail for exposing yourself. And I believe that Dr. Cawthon did not want to see Josh Primo's dick. I, I believe that, and I think that's horrible. And I do believe that she probably went to the Spurs management and said, hey, um, do you think maybe Josh could uh, come to the sessions with sweatpants on versus shorts? Uh... And it leads me to the following point. First of all, there's only a few ways that exposing yourself happens, right? Pants on are not one of them, unless you're unzipping and letting things fly. But how many dick exposures does it take for you to say something? Think about that. Think about that. To me, there's only really one right answer, and it's two. Too. The first time it could be an accident. Unless someone's like, what do you think about this? You know? <laughs> but if if it's not that, because that's one. That the answer to that is one. Hey, no, nobody wants that. But if it's like on the sly, if it's dick on the sly, it's two. Cause if cause if you see someone's penis through their underneath their shorts or whatever popping out, could be an accident. Could be like turtle, turtle. Could be an accident, right? Second time, it's a pattern, right? Second time, we got problems. You need to say, listen, this dick is uninvited to the party. You know what I mean? This dick's not a part of our sessions. You know what I mean? You needed to put him away. Nine times at least? You saw Josh Primo's dick at least nine times? And you're a therapist. You're a medical professional. 
it all just is getting a little weird to me. No, nobody should have that. Again, unequivocally, you know, we are anti that. Nobody should have to be reminded that they need to, listen, put your dick away. But maybe, you know, boys are told this by the time they, they can walk, right? Three years old, four years old, they take off their pants, they take off their diaper, they're running around, they're waving it around, and then the parents grab them aside, they say, no, 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 you can't do that anymore. No dick out on the streets. But Primo obviously didn't get the message now. She didn't tell him. Didn't say anything to him. That's what his lawyers are alleging. She has not said that she ever told him. But Primo is also accused of exposing himself in Las Vegas at Summer League as well. Also on the road this year in Minnesota at the hotel. Primo's team says it's all an accident. This is where, again, we're starting to get into strange territory. That it was strictly, this is the quote, folks. Quote not from me. This is the quote. Strictly a wardrobe malfunction resulting from, this is what I thought it could be too, this is where my mind went, resulting from laying down on a couch in basketball shorts, obviously with no underwear, period. That is their quote, wardrobe malfunction, taken strictly out of the Janet Jackson Super Bowl handbook. I don't know that that holds water in a court of law. You know what I mean? The bottom line, though, is this. He is now stating he's in therapy for her. He is now stating, Josh Primo is now stating, I almost didn't talk about this, but it's so ludicrous. Josh Primo said, I am now seeking treatment for this trauma. Imagine his new therapist when she finds out what he's seeking trauma for and why he was removed from the team. I have questions. Were there any therapy sessions where he didn't expose his dick? Or were they all of them? Right? What percentage of dick out versus dick in are we talking about? Was it one, was it one out of every 10? You're like, oh yeah, once, once out of every 10. We've had 90 sessions. I've only seen his dick nine times. <laughs> was this a case of... This is important. This is very important to ask. Is this a case of sleeping dog or barking dog? You know what I mean? Sleeping or barking? Was the mailman at the door or was dog back in the closet sleeping in its house? We can't have angry worm situations here because that's now... A whole other thing. Is this a case of Josh Primo just not liking to wear draws? He's, is this a case, honestly, is this a case where the San Antonio Spurs didn't provide him with the proper equipment? Not shorts the right size, shirts the right size? I don't know. Maybe he's a free baller at heart. Who knows? Listen, we're not hearing anything about balls either. Nothing around balls. I'm not talking Lonzo and LaMelo and, and LiAngelo either. I'm talking about was what is this situation? Who knows? Again, not here to diminish. There are serious accusations of misconduct. But you have to admit when you dig into the details, it's ludicrous. All of it. I don't want to be a prick here, but it feels like based on some of the story... Someone's getting the shaft. You know what I mean?
of course, <laughs> we'll be updating this when we <laughs> learn more. But I'll end with this. If you're a paid psychologist for an NBA team and you can't tell a 19-year-old to put his dick away, you're kind of a weenie. That's it. That's all I'll say. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. We dropped the special breaking news episode yesterday, and now we're just waiting. Right, we're waiting for Ime Udoka to be hired as the new coach of the Brooklyn Nets. And we'll do another emergency podcast that for that as well. And still, when you fired a Hall of Fame, two-time MVP, point guard, head coach, to hire, I don't know, a guy who's been suspended for an entire year for the reigning Eastern Conference champions by having an inappropriate consensual relationship with a team employee, why is it that... Everyone can only talk about Kyrie Irving. They won't stop talking about Kyrie Irving. Here is the latest. As we said before, Kyrie promoted a a movie. Uh, We'll call it an anti-Semitic propaganda film because documentary is probably a a little too much credit for the film. He and the Nets, though, and the Anti-Defamation League have released a joint statement pledging 500000 each to combat anti-Semitism. Where do you think that money goes? Like, what, what, where does the money go to fight anti-Semitism? I don't know. I'd like to know. Also, doesn't it feel like a $500,000 tax-deductible, like, fine? Kind of interesting. Kyrie gets to write that baby off. This is what Kyrie's statement reads like. Also, probably not his statement, probably a PR statement that he just signed off on, but we digress. Let's go. I oppose all forms of hatred and oppression and stand strong with the communities that are marginalized and impacted every day. I am aware of the negative impact of my post towards the Jewish community, and I take responsibility. I do not believe everything said in the documentary was true or reflects my morals and principles. I am a human being learning from all walks of life, and I intend to do so with an open mind and a willingness to listen. So for my family and I, we meant no harm to one group, race, religion of people, and wish to only be a beacon of light and truth. What was true in that movie that he thought he was putting light on? No one asked him that. Wish they would. People hammered him for not unequivocally disavowing the propaganda film. Or anti-Semitism. And I mean Adam Silver, Jewish man himself. He has now set up a meeting with Kyrie next week. His opinion is summed up in a statement. He called Kyrie reckless. He's disappointed in Kyrie and that Kyrie has not offered an unqualified apology. He or denounced the vile and harmful content contained in the film he chose to publicize. Really quickly, very small tangent. Because was it Jay Williams? Jay Williams said... I hate the people who are like the whataboutisms, giving us the whataboutisms. Like, well, what about Amazon? Why aren't we talking about Jeff Bezos? And why Amazon chose to put that movie on Amazon? Excuse me, 
Bitch, do I cover Amazon? Do I cover movies and film and distribution platforms? Do I cover Disney Plus and HBO Max and fucking what the new movies are and critiquing them? Am I Roger and Ebert to you? No, I fucking cover basketball. That's why we're talking about Kyrie because he promoted a film in air quotes, that had anti-Semitic rhetoric. Do I give a shit about Amazon? Sure, but does it make it on this podcast? Fuck no. So why are you bringing that up, Jay Williams, to protect Kyrie Irving? I don't know, because you both went to Duke. I digress. Today, Kyrie Irving held a press conference and said a few things I thought was interesting. You have any anti-Semitic beliefs? Again, I'm going to repeat. I don't know how the label becomes justified because you guys ask me the same questions over and over again, but this is not going to turn into a spin around cycle of questions upon questions. I told you guys how I felt. I respect all walks of life and embrace all walks of life. That's where I sit. I think what people want to hear though is yes or no on that question. Yes or no. I, I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. We need to probably discuss this in a second. We got one more quote, but remember what he just said. I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. I'm not here to compare anyone's atrocities or tragic events that their families have dealt with generations of time. I'm just here to continue to expose things that our world continues to put in darkness. I'm a light. I'm a beacon of light. That's what I'm here to do. You guys ask me questions about basketball, I give you my expert opinion. You guys ask me about other things, I give you my opinion, and it's met with whatever you believe the perception or the deception is. You guys investigate my life every day. My question is this. He said, I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. And I am going to expose things that our world continues to put in darkness. You guys are smart people. What do you think Kyrie Irving's trying to say? Why can't Kyrie Irving be anti-Semitic if he knows where he comes from? Does Kyrie believe that he himself is a Semite? He is Semitic because of his ancestry? Because of his African ancestry? Because if he does, then that is exactly what the film is based about. About how his ancestry is, are the original Semites. Which has been criticized and widely dismissed by pretty much every historian that you can find. So there is nothing rooted in truth in that. I'm pretty sure though, that's not gonna, this is not gonna go away, is it? Is it? Cause, um, there was a rabbi on NBA Today today. Like, I, I did not know that that was where we were going, but that is where we are going. I found out Malika Andrews today is half Jewish. Didn't know that either. More you learn. More you learn. And it feels like Kyrie is going to continue to send these little subtle, shady digs, like little conspiracy theory nuggets, I will call them, sprinkling them like Kanye off his meds. But you know what? It is... Anyone's guess how this is going to end up with now Ime Udoka in the mix and Kevin Durant in the mix and Kyrie Irving and his film study. Which means 
I mean, and, and you you got to imagine Emei's probably not going to put up with this bullshit. That's not going to happen. He called out Jason Tatum. He called out Marcus Smart. He called out all of them, Jalen Brown, which means if you can do math or you can just put your little logic hat on, Kyrie's time in Brooklyn just might be on borrowed time. 